0: Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen, I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy moly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark, this is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Ooh, all right, y'all, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, but we're not doing dinner tonight, y'all, we're doing breakfast. Ooh, how about that? That sounds good. You know, nice. we get emails all the time, hey, what do you make, or how do you blah, 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 you know, I'm like, all right, man, so during this craziness and everything going on and, well, the NFL playoffs, I can't be busy recording a cooking show. (laughs) No, I'm joking, (laughs) I was thankful I got to watch those games last weekend. My goodness, that was the best. Anyway, we won't go there. So, hey, Cheryl, how about breakfast tacos? I like those. What's cool about this is you can vary the recipe depending on how many people are there, but, you know, the number of eggs you cook, because basically you want one egg per breakfast taco. But You'll have to hang on because that'll be coming up in just a second. And then the other thing, how about biscuits and gravy in about 12 minutes? Sign me up. Well, maybe 15 minutes. But quick and easy way, biscuits and gravy, delicious, and you'll be surprised how easy the gravy is. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a bunch of ships back in the old days bringing like eight ships i think no five sh- five ships cruising across it with potatoes bunches of potatoes from ireland bringing them to the new country the new world you know mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the sea monster came up and just ate four of them man everybody the crew of the fifth one they're all shaking and freaking out and scared and the captain says it's all right mate it's all right look everybody knows no one can eat just one potato ship <laughs> oh no no oh. Oh my so God. he won't be back for them because they're just one ship you know? anyway <laughs> alright y'all without further ado we'll be right back after these messages Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, welcome, welcome. So we're gonna do a little special here, Breakfast with Dale. This is uh, we've always had people writing in, calling in, asking, Hey, what do you uh, what do you cook for yourself? What do you blah blah blah? You know. So I thought, all right, let's uh, let's check this out right here. I'm gonna be making me breakfast today. I'm making breakfast tacos, if you want to call them that. Some people do. Some people call them, I don't know. I call them breakfast tacos. (laughs) Let me get our tortillas out here. Oh, they're here. So we've got some breakfast tacos. What we're going to need there are got some grated cheese. We've got a potato, small potato. Got our, uh, a couple eggs ready to go. But first thing I need to do is turn our attention to our, uh, Potato. Let me wash it off here real quick. I'm gonna dice this thing up, slice him up, and we're gonna get him going in the air fryer so he can be frying while we get our bacon going. So I'm gonna cut this potato lengthwise, end to end. Each of these ends, each of these halves, I'm gonna cut again lengthwise. Cut that one lengthwise. And I'm just holding the tip of the knife down into the potato and just slicing down through it with the tip. Now that piece is pretty big. I've got another quarter here that's a little bit larger. As you know, as a blind person slicing. Sometimes we don't always slice perfectly down the middle. Here we go. All right, I've got uh, some small wedges here. I mean, they're maybe smaller than a wedge of of a lemon, give or take. I'm just taking each one and cutting it into small slices, kind of dicing. So we're looking at pieces right here that are probably about a half an inch by uh, about a, oh, three quarters of an inch long, something like that. If you get some that are a little bit bigger, go ahead and just chop them again. Hey, and make sure, y'all, make sure you get a sharp knife. Keep your knives sharp. Ooh, a dull knife will cause you some pain. And anguish, (laughs) believe me. (laughs) A a dull knife will cut you quicker than a sharp knife. You can see I'm just pressing down with the tip of the knife. I'm holding the knife in my hand, you know, in the handle in my hand, and my forefinger is kind of down the shaft on the top of the blade. So it gives me a little more power, if you will, a little more strength when I just... Cut with the tip of this knife here. All right, there we go. Okay, got those diced up really nicely. And again, it's just a small potato. I don't need a lot for these breakfast tacos. I'm getting our air fryer getting going here, warming them up. We're gonna go. uh, I'm gonna heat them up to 400 degrees first. Let me get a little vegetable spray, and I'm holding the paper plate that has these diced potatoes in it Just holding it over the sink and giving it a quick spray of vegetable spray trying to keep stuff from you know try to stay neat man so you don't make a big old mess when you're doing this because so that's half the battle keeping it slow and easy so you don't end up making a big old mess that you have to clean up afterwards all right so now we need some bacon too gotta have some bacon I've got my skillet, nice big 12-inch skillet here, Cathlon coated. My beautiful bride got me this quite a few years ago, this cook set. Man, we're still using it. I absolutely love it. So bacon, I use thick sliced bacon. That's just what I prefer to use. If you like thin slice, that's cool. You know, do your bacon. I know that in this skillet on medium high, Going from a cold skillet, basically. I mean, I've just heated it up, so now I'm getting out two strips of bacon. Uh, You know what? We're going to do three just because I like bacon. (laughs) Bacon goes good with everything. Put some bacon on it. How about apple pie? Sure, put bacon on apple pie. How about ice cream? Okay. I mean, who was it? Sonic Restaurants, right? They had a bacon shake one time. I remember they had that quite a while back. That was pretty good, too. So I'm just laying my three strips of bacon in my skillet. Get this third one out here. And uh, now with it in the skillet, put the lid on. Let it start doing its thing. The other bacon I'm going to put back up. Keep it in a Ziploc bag as well. Now, some of the bacon I buy, if it's a bigger package, it has a Ziploc already built into the package. But this size bacon, this was a a 16-ounce package instead of the normal 40-ounce. They were out of that, which I think everybody's experiencing shortages of crazy stuff, right? Hey, the other day, last time we went grocery shopping, they were out of saltine crackers they had unsalted saltines, I guess no saltines crackers. I don't know what you would call them. (laughs) All right, that eight minute timer is for our bacon. So let me go over here and check our air fryer, see what temperature we're at. I'm doing this, this air fryer is manual, meaning that you set the temperature manually. Okay, so what it is, is there's a knob that sets the temperature, which I've got turned to 400 degrees. And a second knob that turns it on and sets the amount of time. And it's just a a countdown timer. You can probably hear it ticking there. So as I turn the thermostat knob, the temperature knob, backwards, I can see what temperature we're at because you'll hear the air fryer thermostat kick off and the fan kick in a little bit higher. Okay, not too bad. We're about 350 right there. It just took a little bit of a turn. So I'm going to go ahead and put my potatoes in. Just dump them right in the basket, slide him back in. I'm going to set the timer for about five minutes, give or take, somewhere right in there. And then once that timer goes off, we will use a flipper or a turner, spatula, whatever you call it in your neck of the woods, to kind of rearrange the potatoes there so they will cook evenly. Okay, our bacon's starting to fry. So we're getting there, man. We're about halfway there. Woohoo! Can't wait. These are so good, y'all. Got a little sour cream waiting. I've got some pico de gallo waiting or salsa, whatever you want to use. Um, this is kind of a thick, chunky. Salsa that we get at our local grocery. Rotel tomatoes, a can of those works well. Of course, you won't use the whole can. You just need a couple spoonfuls. But a little dab will do you. So I'm pulling out the tortillas now, y'all. Flour tortillas, these are the 8-inch, 7-inch, something like that. Let me see. Yeah, probably 6 and a half inch 7-inch tortillas. Flour tortillas put the tortillas back up too. What I try to do y'all is as I use stuff and I don't need it any longer, I just put it up. Get it up out of the way. I'm gonna do the same thing with our eggs here. Get a little bowl out of the cupboard up there. Get a couple eggs. Now I've done this with three eggs. Three. I mean basically it's about an egg per taco is what we're gonna be looking at. Okay, give or take. And they're kind of being kind of a, oh, you'll see, kind of a combination fried, scrambled once we get going here. So I've got my tortillas. I'm going to put them on a paper plate. And I've, what I'm doing is I'm holding them, you know, together. And I'm kind of separating them. So one tortilla facing me, the one that's facing me, because I'm holding them just in front of me together. So I'm folding them or kind of flipping them out. So when I set them on the plate, one tortilla goes up. So about a half of it is on the plate. The other half is standing up. The tortilla that was facing me is facing down on the plate. And again, about half of it is up and the other half is on the plate. Now, y'all, this great slice and store. It's uh, about seven inches long, about three inches wide, two and a half inches wide. And at one end, it's about two inches tall. The other end, it's about three inches tall. So it kind of has a little slope to the top of it. It has all these different pieces that you put on. A couple of them are grates, you know, where you can grate a medium grate or a fine grate. There's slicing head. There's one that has a slicing blade on it. There's one that has a Julian blade. So you can slice and Julian also. I just use it primarily for cheese, but I can grate cheese and then it's right there in that container because it has a nice lid that snaps on that'll keep it in your fridge. So you can grate some cheese. That way you don't have to spend all that extra money, y'all. Just buy a block of cheese. And I found that I used to buy the big two-pound or one-pound blocks and grate part of them. Now I just buy the smaller eight-ounce blocks because in the long run, there are a few pennies more to buy that way. Versus, you know, if you buy two 8 ounces instead of one 16 ounce, it's a little bit more for the two 8 ounce, but they keep better. I'm not throwing cheese away that's, you know, all moldy. Like, wait, what's that green stuff, like? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's our cheese, man. <laughs> all right, let me check our bacon here. The bacon is still sizzling. That's one thing you can do, too, y'all. You listen to bacon, you can hear the grease in the skillet. When you start hearing the no grease sizzling, when you don't hear the sizzle as much, you know your bacon is getting close to being done. And like I said, I've got this down pretty much. I've cooked this so much this way. I know that, all right, put it in here, eight minutes. Let it go. Once the timer goes off, I turn it off. Let it rest for a minute. And we're good. So, hey, now we're back to our tortillas. I know, I'm just flying all over the kitchen today, aren't I? Keep up, y'all, keep up. Get out of the way. Coming through, coming through. (laughs) Put our cheese back in the fridge, what's there still in the container. And what I did with the, the grated cheese is I sprinkled it over the bottom portion, the part of the tortillas that are not, of course, standing up, but the part that are down, you know, on the plate, we're gonna go in the microwave. I'm gonna go just for about 15 seconds. That way, it's gonna kinda melt the cheese, but at the same time, it's gonna warm up the tortillas so they're not so brittle. Now, if your tortillas are real brittle, before you put them on the plate and make that fold, go ahead and put them in the microwave for about 10 seconds or so, 15 seconds, and that's gonna heat them up a little bit and make them a little more pliable. So they're a little bit easier to bend or roll without breaking. I mean, if they're real stiff and you try to fold them or or roll them, they're just going to break. They're going to split. So then you end up with a taco or maybe a quesadilla, a breakfast quesadilla. That sounds pretty good, too, if you ask me. All right. Our uh, potatoes just ding-donged. So they're about getting there. Let me get a turner here, just a spatula. I'm gonna pull out our basket, our air fryer basket. Kind of flip these around a little bit. Let me pull one out. Oh yeah, they're crisping up nicely, y'all. Okay, our bacon timer just dinged, but can you hear that? Still hear a little grease flying there. I'm gonna get a little salt. Salta. We use sea salt here. So much better for you than that iodized salt. I just put a little bit in my palm, maybe about two teaspoons, if even that. And what I'm going to do is just while the potatoes are even still in the basket here, I'm just pulling a pinch of the salt out and then rubbing it between my fingers. So they kind of it just falls all over the potatoes there. Alright. We're gonna give the potatoes a few more minutes. Our cheese on our tortillas is melted. Ooh, it sounds like our bacon's getting done. So I'm gonna turn the heat down to like medium low. Let me crack the lid. Oh, if I forgot to tell y'all that, when I do the bacon, I put the lid on the skillet. That helps them cook. Bacon's so thin, y'all, you don't have to turn it. Everybody's like, why don't you flip it? Why don't you? You don't have to. It's thin enough that you don't have to flip it. So, let me get a paper towel. Fold the paper towel in half. I'm going to put it on a paper plate. Grab my Nylon-headed tongs, these heads-up tongs, y'all. So you get two, guess where it's going to be? One in the dishwasher, and one ready to use. Unless you are the dishwasher, <laughs> and then it'll be clean and ready to go. <laughs> oh, the old days, right? Yeah, I remember doing dishes as a kid, helping grandma or mom. All right, so there's our skillet, nice and hot. Got a little grease in it from the bacon that we just fried up. Take our eggs, and again, we're on about medium-low heat here. I want these eggs to cook kind of low and slow. There's one, two, and I broke one at at the handle, which I call the six o'clock position and dropped it in. The other one, I when I opened it, I put it more at the 12 o'clock position in the skillet, kind of at the other side. I'm using a 12-inch skillet, so there's quite a bit of room there. Now here's a little trick I learned. I just ran just a little bit of water over my fingers, and I'm dripping that water into the skillet, putting the lid on, we're just gonna let our eggs sit there for a a minute or so. Now, let me turn the (laughs) potatoes off. There we go. So now it's about time to almost start building here, right? We've got our bacon. We've got our potatoes. Our eggs are cooking up. Won't take eggs long, but if you're wondering why, I fried these eggs at a lower temperature. If you fry them too hot, too quickly, check our bacon here, mm, perfect. Crispy enough to crumble, that's what we're looking for, because we will be crumbling this over our tortillas here that have cheese on them. eat it nice and crispy all right let's go back and check the condition of our eggs to do this I'm going to use the old flipper the spatula and very lightly because I know where I position them in the skillet okay that egg's there that one's there I just lightly use the edge of the spatula to kind of identify where the eggs are in the skillet. And I scoop under them and just flip them over. Lots of practice, y'all. I know some of y'all just practice, 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 practice. But if you want, keep a little water in a bowl. Dip your fingers in the bowl. And when you go to flip stuff, sometimes you can slide the spatula under it and pick it up and use your fingers that are wet to kind of just lightly press and hold the food in place until you flip it over. All right, these are looking good. I'm gonna crank up the heat just a little bit. We're gonna go up to about medium. Now, I'm using the, the end of the spatula. I'm just, I'm holding it perpendicular and I'm just chopping up the eggs. Kind of scrambled, that's what I'm saying. Kind of fried, kind of scrambled. Not a big salt person. I'm going to sprinkle a little pepper on them here in just a second. But you don't need a lot of seasoning on these because the salsa will really help you out. down to the stretch y'all getting hungry how about y'all still chopping I want these to be pretty fine as as, as I'm doing this I kind of at points and again it's all through seeing through your utensils right let's build our tortillas here turn the heat way down I'm gonna leave them going just a little bit a little bit of low heat so now on our tortillas I'm gonna scoop up some eggs and lay them across just kind of not a whole lot of them just a few of them does that make sense you don't want to make these so big that you can't we're going to be rolling them up so you don't want to make them so big that you can't close them but i'm setting them my plate here with again the two the halves of the tortilla sticking up are from nine o'clock to three o'clock straight across the plate so at the six o'clock position i have the cheese melted over that half of the tortilla here we go little eggs and I'm gonna just lay those right there on top of the cheese kind of right in the right in the curve right there at the edge that'll be fine let me spin the plate around here and I'll do this one here same way I've got them on the edge of the spatula on the turner and I just lay that in, kind of nestle that in right into the right into the the wall, if you will, or where the edge where the tortilla goes up, you know, from the plate. Put a little more on this one. Let me check that one. half yeah, looks good. Well, oh, a little bit more. We can put just a little more in here. Okay. There we go. Now I'm I'm just kind of spread this out a little bit. You know, kind of make it even steven level for everybody now let's put our bacon over the top here we go i'm just going to crumble up the bacon one slice per taco and as you're crumbling just kind of disperse it evenly across so but the goal is is every bite we're gonna get a little cheese, we're gonna get some bacon. Okay. Now let's get our potatoes. Same way with our potatoes. Just gonna sprinkle these over the top. And with this, I'm gonna get the, try the spatula, let's see. Might not work. Sometimes I use a spoon for this. I think this'll work, yeah, yeah. Just kinda use the same method as I did with the eggs, just kinda lay them in. Put some on this one over here. Oh yeah, these are coming together really nicely. Now, again, you want to be careful. You don't want to overbuild because then you're going to get a big old thing. You take one bite, it falls apart, and it's all over the place. Okay, there's our taters. Now, let me get a spoon here. I forgot to get a spoon out before we started. I try to be prepared, y'all, so I have everything ready to go. Sometimes that works out. Sometimes, as Cheryl knows, right? I forget, where did I put that? (laughs) All right, get us a spoon. Let me dig in this tub of sour cream here. I'm getting a, a little just a, a, about a half a spoonful of sour cream, and I'm just kind of laying it a little more. Kind of just dragging the spoon across the lightly across the each tortilla. Again, using where the tortillas flip up in the middle of the plate, you know, the, the if you will, the middles or whatever. I'm using that kind of as a guide. Let me get this other one here. A little sour cream there, okay. A little more, kind of no, okay. Ooh, all right. Looking good there. Let me rinse this off real fast, y'all. Whoops, didn't get the sauce out either. Let me get that out. Okay, go oh, Down here, there it is, okay. Get my grips hot pad. This lid is a little bit arguing with this. There we go. And these grips hot pads are awesome. They can be used not only for yanking stuff out of the oven, <laughs> they can be used to help open jars and lids too. Alright, so salsa, I'm gonna give about a spoonful of salsa on each taco. Okay, just kind of drizzle it over that. Drizzle it over that one. Oh, put a little more there. That was not a the whole bunch. Okay. Mmm, love salsa. Now, springtime, summertime, whoo, I love making my own. A couple tomatoes, a couple jalapenos, a little onion, maybe a little cilantro. Mm. Good stuff, man, good stuff. So here we are. We're about ready to eat. Now what I'm gonna do is kind of gently pick up the end, one, one edge that's down. So like if, again, we're talking the middle of the tortillas are going nine to three across the plate. So at the six o'clock position, I'm just gently picking up that edge of the tortilla. Let me pull it out here and flip it over and then we just roll it up. Okay, let me do the turn the plate and I'll do the same thing on this side. Here we go. Roll it up. Now, you've got a decision to make. Do you want to put these back in the air fryer and kind of toast them up a little bit? Or do you want to eat them just as they are? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat them just as they are. Woohoo! All right, y'all. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on cooking in the dark. <laughs> Now, more of the show with your hosts, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. How about some biscuits and gravy? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like biscuits and sausage gravy? One thing, takes sometimes a little bit of time to make these, right? But hang on now. We're going to show you how to do this. Let me get this here oven fired up. We're going to be looking at uh, 450. To bake. There's 375, 400, 425, 450, 450 degrees. Biscuits and gravy, y'all. Mmm. So how about I'm gonna show you, and we're gonna make a delicious, quick biscuits and gravy treat for us for breakfast, because I'm hankering for some biscuits and gravy, and my grandma's no longer here to do this, but woo, I remember that big old cast iron skillet just full of gravy, man, Mm-mm-mm. good stuff, good stuff, so let me get a mixing bowl here, we're going to do this the old quick way, y'all, how about that? We're going to make Bisquick biscuits. We're also going to do a canned gravy. That's right, canned gravy. Because remember, time, in the mornings, man, who has time to do all this? Now, Bisquick is kind of cool because it's a three-to-one ratio, if you will, for biscuits, okay? What that means is, three parts Bisquick, one part milk. So there's one. Here comes two. We're getting to the end of our biscuit here. Time to reorder some more. I get a big old box of this and just keep it it in the refrigerator. That way it kind of helps. You know, like I've told you all before, with flour, with, um, my goodness, almost anything, now that I get for baking, like bread, crumbs, any of that stuff, I freeze it. Put it in the freezer for about three or four days. What's that do? It kills those weevils, those little weevils, those little bitty, little bitty bugs, man. If you've ever had weevils, you know, woo, what a mess them dudes are. They get everywhere. And you know, one of the craziest things, y'all, that we found that, that they are in is uh, shrimp and crab boil. We had a big old thing in shrimp and crab boil because we were doing a lot of different dishes with it here. After all, we're Texas man. We like stuff a little bit spicy. Keeps us warm. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But yeah, the, the weevils are just whew, everywhere. And once they start spreading, man, they get into everything. It is a nightmare cleaning them dudes up. But by putting stuff in the freezer, especially flowers and uh, any 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 baking related things, it'll help keep them from growing and forming. Okay. So that's why those are so important. All right, I've added our three. Now I'm using a one-third cup measuring cup. I should have told you all that to begin with. So I put in, that's one cup, right? Three times one-third is one. <laughs> so we've got one cup of this quick. Now I'm gonna add one-third cup of milk. I'm just holding my finger over the measuring cup as I'm pouring the milk in. That way I can feel it. Because of being so cold, I'm using a metal measuring cup. You can feel it coming up the side of the measuring cup so you know where it's at. I keep a finger over the top of it, my index finger kind of over the top, as close to or level with the top of the measuring cup I can, and when my finger feels that milk, the coldness, poop, I dump it in. You know, that's why measuring oils and sometimes, you know, room temperature things, sometimes is kind of hard, because it's hard to discern that, uh, that temperature. All right, get me a mixing spoon here. Now this mixture right here this one third cup milk and a third times three cups (laughs) that's one cup of bisquick we'll end up making about four to five biscuits depending on how big you want them so as we mix this up it starts off real wet but now it's starting to get sticky like you would imagine biscuit dough to be I'm just using a, a regular kitchen spoon, metal tablespoon, and I'm just mixing all this dough up here. It's a little bit sticky. If it's too sticky, you think, for your taste, then uh, you might add a little bit of milk, but that's gonna be right about right right there. Now this little mixture right here will make me about two to three nice sized biscuits. Just rinsing off my spoon real fast. Let me get in the pantry and get a little uh, parchment paper. Y'all, if you're not baking with parchment paper, woo! Get some and you'll never go back. No more spraying pans, no more of any of that nonsense. I've got a little piece of parchment paper here. I keep several rolls. I've got a short roll, which is about 12 inches long, and I've got some that are longer about 14 or 15 inches long. I don't need a whole lot because we're not gonna fill up this whole cookie sheet that we're using. So here we go, we're gonna lay the parchment paper here on our cookie sheet. Look at this, we're almost there. We're about ready to put this in the oven. Oven's not even preheated yet. What about that nonsense? Hurry up, we got to go. Gots to go, hungry people, hungry people. So I'm going to dake my dough and break it down into three balls. Just kind of roll this dough into a little ball here. Place it on my parchment paper. Here's our second biscuit. Okay, y'all, our oven is heated up. We're going to slide our biscuits in for about 12 minutes. Well, 10 to 12 minutes, somewhere in there. Here they go now let's make that gravy right no frying up any sausage needed no mess no fuss let me set a timer real quick so you know what that means that means breakfast is about 12 minutes away (laughs) so we've got our can this is sausage gravy comes in a 15 ounce can my sister-in-law, a one-dollar Donna. <laughs> I'll tell you all that story in a minute. A one-dollar Donna. Renee turned me onto this because again, man, she's a you know a parent on a busy schedule with two teenagers and a husband, and you know she's got to get that get the food on the table, get people fed, and get them out. And she also could have been she could have been in our frat. I think she cooks the same way I do. Fast, quick, easy, and it better be damn good if it takes a long time to make. You know, When you look at one of them recipes and it's got 27 ingredients, man, first thing I think about is, wow, this better be good. <laughs> and sometimes it is, but quick and simple. And a lot of times now, I mean, God bless the people growing, you know, back in the old days. I read an old book, I'm just rinsing our can out here. And I'm gonna add just a little bit of water, not a whole lot. I don't know, maybe a quarter can, if even that. That'd be about a quarter cup. Give or take just a little bit of extra water in there. We're gonna put this sausage gravy. Just dumped it right out of the can. When Candace's dad passed away, you know, Renee's married to my brother-in-law, Candace's brother. When uh, he passed away, we had an estate sale, and Donna and I, Renee, <laughs> she hates to be called Donna, so when she hears this, I know I'm going to get a call. Renee and I were outside collecting money, you know, selling stuff that was in the garage and stuff, and we didn't really price anything. Everything was just come up. And they'd come up and ask her how much it was, and she'd say $1, and they'd ask me, I'd say $5. <laughs> so... I'm a $5 Dale and she's $1 Donna. (laughs) All right. So I've got our sausage gravy in a quart and a half, one and a half quart saucepan. I've got the heat on medium. You get a wooden spoon here. They are wonderful for everything. You can get them with long handles, short handles, all that. So I'm just stirring up our gravy a little bit, mixing it up with the water, kind of cutting it down a little bit. Again, we're on medium heat. Oh, and for all y'all don't know, I'm cooking on gas. Cooking with gas. I just love gas. Heats up so fast. Clean, easy, inexpensive. Okay, so I've got our gravy stirred up here. Kind of got it a little bit warm. Now I'm going to turn the heat down to medium, low. Probably medium, medium, low. Medium, low, low. How's that? Not quite all the way to low, but not quite at medium. So on my dial, low is at the 9 o'clock position. Medium is at the 12 o'clock position. So I've got my dial. I've got my temperature here, my gas set right at about 10 o'clock. So what would that be? Low, medium, low? (laughs) I don't know. All right. So that's going. Our biscuits are going. I'm going to put a lid on the sausage gravy. And now it's just a matter of waiting 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 you know hurry up hurry up and cook of course this means the old days right when you had to grow the wheat then you had to harvest it then you had to take it to the mill and get them to grind it for you (laughs) you know i mean man all right so pull me a plate down i've got a fork and i'm ready woohoo let's eat but not quite, not quite. We're gonna uh, cut out right here. We'll be back in five minutes. So I don't think y'all wanna listen to me sing or talk for five minutes. I can do it. And Cheryl knows I can, right? <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Now, here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Okay, y'all. Our timer, I think we're about done. There it goes. Cool. Our timer just popped. Ten minutes. All right. Let me check our biscuits here. Going to pull them out. Oh, yeah. Nice. Done, done, done. I'm going to pull these out. we'll set them right here, right by our gravy. Let me get my spoon, check our gravy. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Gravy's hot, warmed up, and bubbling, which is just what we need. Turn that heat off. We'll give our biscuits just a couple minutes to cool here. Let me grab my plate. Graspe your plate. Look at that, got a fork right there ready to rock too. I'm hungry. And I like these biscuits and gravy. Now, salt, pepper to your taste. That's up to you. I'm taking a biscuit here. Oh my gosh. Crispy and crunchy on the outside. Moist and delicious on the inside. So what I'm doing, I'm just crumbling this into pieces, probably I don't know, one inch You know, bite-sized pieces, mouth-sized pieces Maybe bigger than a little bitty bite size. I'm just kind of tearing the biscuits apart here Pile them in this plate In the middle Alright, here's our last biscuit Now, listen, I mean, if you're not a biscuit and gravy fan, don't forget this Bisquick to make some quick, delicious biscuits. Split those dudes open. Mm, Throw a little honey on them. Woo! Get down tonight. A little butter, a little jam. How about some homemade grape jelly? Or just grape jelly. Doesn't even have to be homemade. All right, so here we go. Now, I'm just going to spoon my gravy out. Now... One little trick here that I've learned. You can spoon this stuff out one spoonful at a time. But do you have a ladle? A ladle works great. And it works for more stuff than just soup. Or it's getting something out of a pot. How about this? I'm going to take one ladle full of this gravy. Boink. Nice and heavy and thick. Oh, yeah, is going to be so good. And... I'm just pouring it right over the middle of the biscuits. So it just goes down all over every place. Now this gravy's already got sausage in it. 15 ounce can. Bisquick. But there we go y'all. So three parts bisquick, one part milk, mix that up to make your biscuits. Again, I rolled them out into probably about two inch balls, give or take put them on the baking sheet with parchment paper bake them at 450 for 10 minutes bingo for the gravy so difficult one can opener one can of gravy open it dump it into your saucepan after you've put the biscuits in put it on a low heat with a lid over the pot and just let it sit there and simmer and warm up works every time you can add a little water to the gravy if you want to make it thinner a little milk if you prefer I added about a quarter cup, give or take. You know, not rocket science, but it's breakfast and it's delicious. So I got to let you run because I've got biscuits and gravy right now. We'll be right back. Cooking in the dark. Don't go anywhere. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, we're back, y'all. We're going, we're going, we're going. I hope you enjoyed that breakfast show. What do you think, Cheryl? Which would you rather have, the tacos or the biscuits and gravy? Hmm, I probably would choose the tacos because not only can I do, like, the bacon and, and cheese and stuff, but as you said, it's flexible. I can do other ingredients. Yeah, and listen, if you get a wild hare on a Sunday and you want to cook up five or six of them, roll them up and freeze them. They'll freeze. I like that. Pull them out, thaw them out, nuke them, whatever you need to do. I mean, you know, and breakfast. I'll tell you what I did with one, an extra one I had, I put it in the air fryer. 300 degrees for about four minutes. It toasted up that tortilla beautifully. Oh, it was a crunchy breakfast taco. It was good. And the biscuits and gravy, y'all, you can't go, I mean, even if you use canned biscuits pop them out, throw them in the oven. By the time the biscuits are done baking, your gravy's hot. How can you go wrong with that? And it's it's enough for, well, for me, I'm a big boy. So it was, it was about a serving and a quarter, serving and a half for me. But you could easily do two servings out of that. Mm-hmm. Do four biscuits. Everybody gets two biscuits. Here you go, man. <laughs> anyway, Cheryl. Hey, in closing, I want to send a shout out to Annette Cooper. Keep it up, girl. We're proud of you, man. You are doing Great. And, uh, Cheryl, we're out. I will say adios. You say goodbye. Goodbye. I say hello. Hello. Oh. AMF, a- y'all. We're out. <laughs> bom-ba-dee-da, bom-ba-dee-da. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. <laughs> He's smart. Be Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just ah. sing a song and think about sunny weather. Two, Happy trails Bom-ba-dee-da. Bom-ba-dee-da. to Bom-ba-dee-da. you Bom-ba-dee-da. Bum 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 bum